The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandok, and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Edmonton Station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 228 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in our Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Pasadena, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KZBY TV, channel 20, Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on time on a cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like the more information of our church and feel okay with God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. Our landmark in Kahili for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A.W. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William Allen Sr. in 1959, who continued the work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the saints, that is, those of you in the hospital and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. This morning we are celebrating the 43rd anniversary of the prayer tower. Our church choir under the direction of choir director Iris Lock will begin our telecast with a stirring rendition entitled, These Things Shall Be. As you serve the Lord Jesus Christ with your whole heart, mind, and soul, He makes Himself more and more real to you and strengthens your spiritual walk with Him. Edith Motsuko will accompany the choir on the piano, and Thierry Summers will be on the organ.
Now the church band, under the direction of head pastor William Amons Jr., will pray the impossible dream. With a believing heart, all things are made possible with Jesus when we place our trust in him and ask of him with a sincere and earnest heart.
Coming up next will be Tracy Asano to grace us with this upbeat song entitled, Somebody Bigger Than You and I. It is a song that reminds us how important it is to keep an open communication with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in our daily walk with Him, being constant and instant in prayer in all things. Tracy will be accompanied by Head Pastor William Maman Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sport Sr., and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, Associate Pastor Moffat being on the bass, and Aris Locke on the drums. For the final number, the church choir will sing an inspiring edition of a song, The Lord's Prayer. 
It is through constant prayer with our Lord Jesus Christ that we are able to keep Him close in our hearts and minds. Sing along with our choir using the words on your television screen. Thank you. 
And now we call upon the talents of our flute section of the church band to play an instrumental number of the song, Our Prayer. There is no great comfort going, knowing the Lord Jesus and hears his answer to our prayers daily. He knows and supplies our every need if we will heed his voice and seek him daily in our lives.
next will be the vocal group, the Daughters of Judah. With their blended voices, they will sing a moving rendition of the song, I Am Praying For You. Accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, this song is dedicated in loving memory of Sister Lily Noopi of our Hoya Branch Church, a wonderful sister in Christ who stood for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ till the very end. We shall cherish the memories and pray for her loved ones to continue to stand in the faith and press out toward the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprode, Sr., and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palola Avenue, Gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Casanera Sr. in Kaunakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alveri in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Aspera in Belogapik, Hawaiian, and by Pastor Vesper Aspera in President Rojas, Cotabal, to Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however. If you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Jose Jandok, who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Jose? Thank you, Edwin. Dear television viewers, it is most important to stay in touch with Jesus Christ each and every minute of the day. While conducting our daily business upon this earth, always remember to put Jesus Christ first in our lives and to include him in every decision we make. It is our mission in these weekly Kingdom of God Crusade telecasts, presentations to include you and your families so that we may all be strengthened in our love and service to the Lord Jesus Christ. Doing so, we will spirit, become spiritual instruments of Jesus Christ to testify of his goodness and bring many other souls unto him. Hence, let us join the reading of today's sermon topic entitled, 
Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, and Lord. Today, we are happy to advise everyone that we are celebrating the 43rd anniversary of the Apostolic Faith Church, AFC, Prayer Tower, at 1043 Middle Street in Honolulu, Hawaii. The AFC Prayer Tower, used exclusively for the purpose of prayer, was dedicated on January 26, 1974, and it stands approximately 65 feet high with a 12-foot cross on top of the tower for a height total of 77 feet, which is the divine number of the Lord Jesus Christ. Immediately after the attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941, the late Sister Lockbaum established the Apostolic Faith Church Prayer Band, consisting of volunteers who met to pray daily for the salvation of souls in this lost and dying world. Since then, prayer has been continued faithfully up to the present time, with prayer services being held every day at 2 p.m., Monday through Saturday, except on Fridays when it is held at 10 a.m. Prayer requests are offered for the salvation of souls all over the world, including individual requests for nations, their leaders, and the all overall administration and furtherance of the Lord's gospel here in Hawaii and throughout the face of the earth. Today, the AFC prayer band is an integral part of the Lord's gospel work, where saints of God meet daily to pray at the prayer church, mother church, and through all the branches of the Apostolic Faith Church in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands. The Christian term Savior, used in today's sermon topic, refers to the name Jesus Christ, used as Christians as one who saves. The Christian term Master, used in today's sermon topic, refers to the name of Jesus Christ as our religious leader and teacher of Christianity. And the Christian term Lord, used in today's sermon topic, refers to the name of Jesus Christ as the God of Christianity, indicating his title of majesty and kingship. In reference to Jesus Christ being our Savior, let us turn to Titus 2, 13 to 14. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and pure unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Jesus Christ is our Savior who strengthens his believers to live a life above sin and to possess the faith and everlasting hope to obtain eternal life in heaven above. In reference to Jesus Christ being our master, let us turn to Luke 18 to, 18 to 28. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest me good? None is good save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. All that thy father and mother. And he said, all these I have kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these sayings, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come, follow me. <coughs> and when he had heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they have riches enter into the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And then it heard it said, who then can be saved? And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Jesus Christ was once all mankind concerning the greed of riches in Luke 12, 15 and 32 to 34. 
And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of things which you possess it. Fear not, little flock, for it is your good father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that ye have and give alms. Provide yourself bags which rest not cold, and treasure in the heavens that fail it not, for no thief approacheth, neither doth moth corrupt it. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Jesus Christ proclaimed in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6.24, No man can save two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. In this scripture, the personification of wealth is portrayed as a false god. Jesus Christ teaches every man, woman, and child that we cannot serve God and try to serve the false god of wealth at the same time. Hence, many will fall into the trap and temptation of serving the almighty dollar instead of serving Jesus Christ, the almighty God. This constant battle being waged today within the lives of men, women, and children is a lesson to help us choose to serve Jesus Christ, the almighty God, twice the king of material wealth. Jesus Christ, our master and creator of the entire world, besides his believers and only our prayer way when we need to call upon him for prayer, for help. In reference to Jesus Christ being our Lord and Christ, let us turn to Acts 2, 32-33 and 36. Jesus, this Jesus the God raised up, we are, we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having revealed of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he had shed forth this, this which you now see and hear. Therefore, let all the house of Israel be assuredly that God had made that same Jesus whom he hath crucified, both Lord and Christ. Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Almighty God, is he who promises to return very soon in clouds of glory to rapture his waiting saints to heaven above. Paul offers this exhortation of faith and hope in Romans 8, 24 to 25. For we are all saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. As our Lord, Master, and Lord Jesus Christ is with us through life's worst tragedies and is able to turn every test, trial, and tragedy into blessed victories when we call upon the name of Jesus Christ and plead for his blood. God's word, the Bible, clearly was every man, woman, and child to be faithful in obeying his commandments, as defined in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Not everyone that say unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. It is sad but true that many today who have not accepted Jesus Christ as the personal Savior, Master and Lord, will be saddened to hear Jesus Christ say to them, I never knew you. I never called you to preach the gospel. I never called you to pray for the sick and afflicted. I never called you to cast out devils. Therefore, depart from me. Perhaps you may be asking, how do we accept Jesus Christ and his plan of salvation? 
Jesus Christ answers this question for us in, all in Mark 1, 14 to 15. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Step one is to first come to Jesus Christ and repent, as defined in Luke 24, 47 to 48. And that repentance of remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. God's word defines repentance in 2 Corinthians 7, 9 to 10. Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrow into repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner, that you might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worked repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worked death. In short, it means we must have godly sorrow for our sins. Step two is we must believe the gospel. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. We therefore must act upon our believing faith by being baptized by immersion in the water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. God's Word gives us these introductions of Jesus Christ in Mark 16, 15 to 16. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. It is our personal choice to accept Jesus Christ and be baptized to be saved or to reject Jesus Christ and therefore be damned. Please choose to be baptized and receive the promise to inherit eternal life in heaven above. Jesus Christ personally defined this process to Nicodemus, a very learned Pharisee who came to Jesus by night. In John, the third chapter, three verse states this, commandment for all to follow. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ firstly commands in John 3, 6 to 7, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water means that we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And be born of the Spirit means that we must speak in tongues as God's unknown language to confirm to ourselves first and to everyone else that we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit within. When we are baptized, we take on the name of Jesus Christ and become married to Him. He then becomes our personal Savior, Master and Lord, vice possessing the material things of this life that cannot save us nor remove our sins. Hence, dear television viewers, we pray daily that you choose Christ to Jesus Christ today and gain this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live forever with Him in heaven above. Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost was an eye-opener to the Jews present in Jerusalem. Peter expounded God's word of truth, pronouncing Jesus Christ as the Messiah to all of those who had rejected his messianic claims and crucified him. Peter preached a sermon in power and demonstration of God's Holy Spirit, and it pricked the hearts of those present, causing them to say, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter quickly replied in Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence, 
Peter proclaimed the, uh, the greatest altar call ever given, and 3,000 souls accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, as written in Acts 2, 41 and 47. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. The power of God's Holy Spirit outpoured upon the 120 believers in Jerusalem caused them to speak in tongues to the multitude of Jews present on the day of Pentecost. Hence, God's Holy Spirit established God's first church and body of believers on the day of Pentecost with Jesus Christ himself being the head. The prophet Isaiah declares Jesus Christ as God's only Savior in Isaiah 43, 11. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no other Savior. God's Word confirms the powerful setting name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4, 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given on men whereby we must be saved. Television viewers, the two most important questions to be answered by every one of us today must be, one, is Jesus Christ my Savior, Master and Lord? Two, have we been baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit? If not, we must get it done today because that is our highest priority in this life. And tomorrow will be too late. Paul describes the important union between Jesus Christ, our Savior, and ourselves in Ephesians 5, 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. 1 Timothy 4, 9-10 also denotes, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptations. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. Today is our day of salvation as proclaimed in 2 Corinthians 6, 2. For he said, I have heard thee in a time accepted, in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Matthew 28, 8 to 10 states, But be not called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. Jesus Christ like, likewise instructed his disciples in John 13, 13 to 14, you call me master and Lord, and ye say well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord, be master, and then wash your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Paul teaches every man, woman, and child, obedience in Colossians 3, 22 to 24. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service, as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ, and in Isaiah 49, 25 to 26, Jesus Christ is described as our Lord and Savior and Redeemer. But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. 
for I will contend with them that contended with thee, and I will save thy children, and I will feed them that oppress thee with their own flesh, and they shall be drunken with their own blood, as with sweet wine, and all flesh shall know that I the Lord and thy Savior and thy Redeemer, the, all, the mighty God, one of Jacob. Paul clarifies the oneness in Christ Jesus in Ephesians 4, 4-6. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. God's Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ himself, abides within his believers, confirming his presence as our Savior, Master, and Lord, who is leading all mankind into his path of righteousness each and every day. We are then the body of Christ, his church and bride, awaiting his soon returning clouds of glory. Peter updated the Sanhedrin concerning the name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4, 7 to 10. And when they had sent him into the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good, the good deed done to the appointed man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye have crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand before thee whole. Colossians 2, 9-13. Declare Jesus Christ as the Amali God, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead body, and we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also we are, you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who had raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Hence, Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, and Lord, will soon call us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Let us be ready and ponder this final blessing in Jude 20, 25. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Father, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever, amen. Now if you'd like, to know more about God's Word, the church, and review this telecast presentation in the entirety, please visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. And until our next telecast, this is your host, the source pastor, Jose Jandak, expressing my serious appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes 
May the Lord bless and keep you all in His hands. We will welcome our, we will conclude our talks with a manual selection of our church band in Taiwan. Come to the feast.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.